Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. If you broke and you a Kanye fan... Looks like you SOL. Yeah, until someone decides to leak it, if they can. <laughs> What's up? Hello. Greetings. Welcome back to esteemed hip-hop daily news podcast, DX Daily, your favorite podcast. The podcast that's brought to you by Hip Hop DX, the place where we keep you up to date and keep you up to speed on everything that's happening in hip-hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, Fresh off vacation, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. Welcoming Asia back from vacation. I mean, can you really even call it a vacation, though, like with how short it was? I feel like it got to be at least four days for it to be a vacation. So, like, mini sabbatical, maybe, we'll call it. Yeah, mini sabbatical, that's the word. That's what we're going with. Okay, good. All right, well, it is Monday. It's a brand new week. That means brand new things to get into. And WAC 100 is stirring up trouble yet again, man. Okay, so he got on Clubhouse, as per usual, and he made these claims that the game told Jay-Z to SMD. Now, if you don't know what that means, Google it. But the game is now coming back and making a statement and saying that's not what he said. Plus, there are more new updates on the Young Dolph murder investigation, and there are now two new persons of interest in this case. Then we have Megan Thee Stallion. She is going to be making her movie debut in a new musical comedy. And, of course, we have more Kanye West news. Donna 2 is set to come out tomorrow. Also, Kanye has revealed the track list for the album, so we'll get into that as well. But before we do, please make sure you follow the podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that follow button. You know the drill. Thank you. Let's jump into it. Okay, so let's start off with WAC 100 slash The Game slash Jay-Z slash Hip Hop DX somehow got into this beef. It's a big, messy situation. So WAC and Clubhouse are like this. Like, you know how when people do the handshake emoji Mm -hmm. to show like, all right, this and this goes hand in hand. Like WAC and Clubhouse goes hand in hand. WAC was on Clubhouse again on February 16th. And one of the people in the Clubhouse room asked about Jay-Z. He asked about the game's relationship with Jay-Z. Jay-Z and something to the effect of why the game wasn't on the halftime show and what WAC 100 said was very surprising. So yeah, what you heard in the clubhouse room was WAC saying that's why the game wasn't on the halftime show and he goes on to say because game told Jay-Z to suck his you know what like 18 hours ago but the thing there is the 18 hours ago because apparently he didn't say that he actually said 18 albums ago. Mm, very mm. important distinction. 
Yeah. Important <laughs> distinction. Hmm. I got to hear the audio for this because this makes a world of difference because one of Wax's problems with the way it was reported was that it was reported as 18 hours ago and he claims it was 18 albums. So if he really did say 18 albums, then he was talking about something in the distant past. But if he really did say hours, nah, you're saying this happened just before the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. which one is it? We got we to gotta get the forensic detectives on this to determine what was really said in the clip. Now, another interesting thing about uh, whether or not Wax said albums or hours is the game came out and made a, a statement on this. And he basically was on some keep my name out of this type of vibe. Like that was his whole vibe for this. Uh, the game said, I ain't had no conversation with nobody regarding Jay-Z and the Super Bowl he put together. I don't feel no way about not being included. It was a great show featuring iconic artists. It was a win for the culture. I control my own narrative. Do not be fooled by the internet, blogs, podcasts, or anyone speaking on my name that is not me. My life and new album are both amazing, and I'm in a great space creatively and artistically. I'm in Miami to help Ye finish Donda 2 and support my friend in one of the most pivotal times of his career. Dang. Okay, he said a lot. He also went on to say, leave me and my name out of any negative conversations unless I have given you a real reason to include me. Hove continues to break down doors for the culture, and I am in full support of anything and anyone who is on the help side of urban greatness. You know why I'm going to applaud this statement from the game? Because that is truly a response of a man who does not want any drama, any smoke. (laughs) He doesn't want to be involved in the shenanigans. He is like, yo, leave me out of it. Not only leave me out of it, but I'm going to make it crystal clear that I don't have anything to do with that, and I love Jay-Z. Like, that's what I got from that. I love Jay-Z, and I love what he's doing for the culture. That is what I got from the game statement. So whatever Wack was talking about, he made it clear, like, look, that might have been my manager, that might be my man's, whatever, but I don't have anything to do with that. And I like that. I like that energy. Like, let's nip it in the bud right away. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. And I also like how he didn't like directly call out WAC 100. He kind of like let it known for everybody, like whatever the game says, what the game say, don't nobody speak on the game except for game. So he kind of like just shut down everything in the bud, like from here on out. Like if somebody else say it, don't believe it or don't dig too deep into it. The game going to say what he going to say. So I kind of like that. Right. And then meanwhile, you know, Wack was in the Hip Hop DX comments because, of course, we reported on it as well. And he was just basically saying, like, y'all twisting it up. Y'all trying to make it seem like something it's not. And then it's just like, well, you know, the album's hours things kind of did confuse the whole situation. So I wonder now if Wack will say anything regarding it. Like, I know he clarified, like I said, albums, not hours. But I wonder if, like, he will tell us why he chose to disclose that or say that in the first place. Like, what was the reason? I feel like a lot of this stuff just is not necessary. Like, it wasn't necessary for him to say that. If he had no knowledge upon why the game wasn't at the Super Bowl, then he just should have said nothing. Like, don't Mm -hmm. just assume it's because of an old alleged beef with Jay-Z and game. Like, just if you don't know or you didn't ask that question, you're not privy to that information, just say, I don't know. Like, it's so simple. Right. And then the thing with Clubhouse is like, I know they say don't record anything in the Clubhouse. And it's like, it happens so fast. Like, say if somebody is recording, they missed out on the beginning of the conversation. We miss what that person said. We got to rely on what someone think they said or what the audio <laughs> saying, if the signal is out or whatever with Clubhouse. That's what makes it difficult. Like when people kind of break news 
on Clubhouse or say something um, gossipy or like headline worthy. It's like if an audio get cut off, if somebody's recording or somebody wasn't paying attention, it's kind of hard to say with Clubhouse stuff. So exactly like very unreliable source, but we mm-hmm. will move it along. Hopefully there's no smoke or animosity between any of the parties involved. Now, speaking of animosity, oh my goodness, this this news was really crazy to me this past weekend. So there are now two new suspects in the Young Dolph murder case. Now, they already had two guys in custody. They lost one guy. One guy's missing. Now they're bringing two new people into the fold. Like, this situation, more and more details just keep on unfolding on this. Yeah, according to the Memphis police and Fox 13 Memphis, there's they now have two 26-year-old men. One is named Devin Burns and Joshua Taylor, and they are now named new persons of interest in uh, Young Dolph's murder that happened back in November. So one of the guys, Devin Burns, he has active warrants out for arrest on two unrelated charges. He's got an aggravated assault and theft of property case or charges going on, rather. Um, So he's already in trouble. Now he's got this alleged involvement uh, with the Young Dolph murder looming over his head. So we don't really know what's going on. The police haven't stated what their specific involvement was or what they think it was. So we don't know that part yet. But... As I was hearing this news, I'm just like, okay, how many people did it take to kill one person? Like, how are all of these separate parties involved? And have we gotten to the motive of this yet? Because that's what's what's really escaping me. Like, if you're going to get a team of people or if you're saying at least four people are involved in this, there has to be some sort of motive there or some sort of reason why all of these people are wrapped up in this. Like, it's, it's very peculiar. It's a very odd case to me. Yeah, definitely so. Because I think back when they first arrested the person or another person, a lot of people were saying that I think the first persons were too young and someone had put them up to do the shooting for Young Dolph. So that's why I think that people think there's more people involved because of those first two they got were just too young mm-hmm. in a way to shoot somebody of Young Dolph status. So so right. I don't know what, like you said, these relations of these other two, what they did. But if it's a whole group of people that plan this, that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait till more details comes out about this. Um, I know this has to be hard for his family seeing this play out detail by detail on the news. Yeah, it's just a rough situation, man. I, I hope it comes to some sort of resolution as soon as possible, though, for real. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about some better news, man. One time for Megan Thee Stallion, she has booked her first ever movie role. Again, like just won't take her foot off the gas. So many different ventures going on from brand endorsement deals to uh, campaign ads to collaborations to makeup ambassador, Nike ambassador, like all of these different things Megan Thee Stallion has going on. And she's adding acting in movies to the resume like that's fire. Yeah, it's definitely a good look. Like we've always talked about, you know, other artists like business deals and what they have going on. But uh, I think when artists tap into that acting bag is like you know that's taking over that's almost um what they call it uh when you where you can dance sing and act it's like a triple threat triple threat exactly so she's on that way to being that triple threat so that's kind of dope to see she really is so according to the hollywood reporter um she is going to be starring in an upcoming musical comedy from an award-winning production company called a24 
Uh, this is going to be her first ever movie acting role. Now, she did act on a show before. She was on the show Good Girls, like if you ever watched that on streaming services. But this is a movie role, so this is something totally different. And I thought the concept of, uh, for the movie is pretty entertaining. It's titled effing identical twins so it's like an r-rated musical and it's gonna be like a spin on the 1998 movie the parent trap so you got two business adversaries who realize they're both identical twin brothers and they decide to switch places in order to reunite their divorced parents so they can all become a family again so very whimsical plot and they didn't make it clear what role megan is going to be playing or what she's going to be in the film yet but i'm assuming it's a large enough part for them to be making this big of a deal out of it. Like I'm assuming it's more than just two lines because you wouldn't be doing all of this if there, if she didn't have a, a, a bigger involvement in this. She did celebrate it on Instagram though. She said, hotties, this is our first movie slash musical with some movie legends. And when she says movie legends, she means the Borat director. And he was also a writer on Seinfeld, Larry Charles. So she's talking about Larry Charles and then the production company, like we said, very acclaimed. They worked with Travis Scott. They worked with Kid Cudi, Andre 3000. So you do have legends in this mix. This movie sounds interesting, sounds funny, sounds entertaining. Hopefully she's going to be rapping in it since it is a musical. Megan has all the personality, so I don't doubt that she can act too. Right, yeah. I think she's going to do good. And like she even has, like I saw, like a, a Snapchat show going on. And she's, you know, done things like commercials and stuff. So acting and you know being in front of a camera like she does that so but to see her on the big screen with all these movie legends it's gonna be dope for Megan I like it man congrats to the hot girl just look she's been so staying out the way and just working on her craft and her different ventures I love it love to see it mm-hmm all right, lastly, let's talk about the man of the last few weeks, Kanye West. He's made another big announcement regarding Donda 2, which is supposed to drop tomorrow, actually. He said that this album is not going to be on streaming services. That was a bomb to be dropping on people. That that was a major bomb. Yeah, definitely a big bomb because um, we talked about it a couple months ago where he was mentioning about having this digital streaming player called the Stem Player that, you know, I think it was like where you could download music onto the thing and be able to like mess with the production with it type of thing. So he brought that back and is saying that Donda 2 is only going to be streaming on that stem player. So you have to buy the stem player in order to hear Donda 2. That's what Kanye's saying. Yep, he got on Instagram and he said, Donda 2 will only be available on my own platform, the stem player, not on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or YouTube. Today, artists get just 12% of the money the industry makes. It's time to free music from the oppressive system. It's time to take control and build our own. Go to stemplayer.com now to order. Now, if you're curious as to how much this stem player costs and uh, how much you'll have to pay to listen to this Donda album, you will be coughing up a whopping $200 for this audio player in order to hear the album. So if you broke and you're a Kanye fan, looks like you SOL. Yeah, until someone decides to leak it, if they can, <laughs> we'll wait for that one. That's the only, I, I'm going to have to wait for the pirated stream. I got the 200, but not for the Donda <laughs> album. I'm sorry. Like, right. I I enjoy Kanye's music. I enjoy Kanye's creativity. Um, I enjoy a minority of the antics, not a lot of the antics, but I enjoy some of them. But I'm just not doing the 200 for the Donda 2 album, no. 
No, I don't I don't see that one happening. Um, it's certain artists that I'm just diehard a fan of and I will pay extra money to hear their music. But um this time around, yeah, nah, maybe maybe he'll drop music videos and put them on YouTube and then I can hear it that way. <laughs> I don't know, but the the two hundred I just don't see it for that. See it happening for that. Yeah, I don't see that either. And I don't even know if anybody has it's probably there has to be somebody has who has bought this stem player already and pre-ordered, but what are they gonna do with it? Are they gonna be a saint and leak it for all of us? I don't know. Or but I just can't I can't get myself to spend two hundred dollars on this new stem player thing for a Donda 2. I, I don't know. It's kind of fishy. I'm all for Kanye charging what he what he wants to charge for his music, though. Like, I am a fan of that. So yeah. if you feel like your music is worth $5, if you feel like it's worth 500 if you feel like it's worth 5000 charge what you want to charge. I'm sure there's people in the world more than willing to pay for it. So let them do that. Um I think it's a good idea, too, um, as far as, like, kind of trying to buck the system with the streaming services where they get so little of a percentage of the money from the music stream. So I like the the concept of it, but um, the price point, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not really sure about that one. Um, I do think artists should get more money off of these streams, though, with their music on these streaming services. Um, and if Kanye wants to sell his music individually, he's more than entitled to do that he has a big enough fan base to where he's going to sell out, sell tons of these stem players. And I'm going to be interested in to see exactly what the numbers pan out to be. Because, I mean, like, how is Billboard or any of these other entities that count album sales, how are they going to count that? Are they going to count it by stem player sales now with Kanye? Like, I wonder how that aspect of it is going to work. But um, I like this. I like the idea behind this, the theory behind this i think he still has room to work out some of the kinks but i like where he's going with this i'm just not coming off the 200 right now yeah facts and i had to look up you know more the stem player and there is a website about it just stemplayer.com and what's kind of interesting is like when you order it it's either two days shipping for express but then standard is three weeks so like if donda is out tomorrow but people buy the stem player will people not really be able to listen to it for a couple days from now or some mm-hmm. weeks from now. Like that's kind of interesting too. Like the whole website has a bunch of FAQs if you want to check it out about what this stem player does, what else you can do with it besides listen to Donda 2 on it. So it is interesting. I give Kanye the fact of being innovative and stuff like that. But now I'm wondering like if it's out Tuesday, will anybody hear it? Like <laughs> on Tuesday? Yeah. Maybe so. that's his way of, you know, giving himself some extra runway time with the release. Cause you know, he likes to play with the release dates. So now he got three, potentially three weeks of runway room with the album to just be like, Hey, like it'll be out when you get your stem player. So by the time uh, the person with the two day shipping got it, it might be a whole different album from the time that the person with the three week shipping gets it. So I don't know, man, Kanye's breaking all the rules as he normally does. So I'm not surprised here. I'm not. He did give us the track list to the album, though, for Donna 2. As we know with the track list, they do change up, like we just said. So potentially some of the songs on it are True Love, Broken Road, I'm Finna Love Me. Ooh, and you got Selfish. I, ooh, is Kanye getting very deep on us? Is he, is he going into the depths of his soul? Is he reflecting on this divorce on this album? It sounds like it, because then you got other tracks that are called Do I Look Happy? You got Things Change. Them's some pretty deep titles. Right. Okay. See, that that's the type of thing that would make me buy the stem player. But again, the price point. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So that's some of what's on the track list. Of course, it's Kanye. So that's subject to change. But we will be locked in tomorrow to see if this album really drops, if it really is just on the stem player or if it gets on streaming platforms, too. Like, we're going to see what happened. That's the fun part about Kanye. You never know. It could be something totally different. Tomorrow he could tell us, yeah, um, I'm I'm bringing cassette tapes back. You can only buy this on cassette, and you got to buy the cassette player from my website. Like, you never know with Kanye. So we'll see. We will see. And uh, I think that's a good note to end it on. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening at right now. Hit that follow button. Hit that subscribe button. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And then be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can also follow us. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A Dub on everything, too. And we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. Yeah.